Hey, welcome to the Refresh Moms podcast. My name is Deanna Mason, your host, and I'm so happy to have you here. All right, I am really thrilled to have my guest on today. This was actually our Facebook Live we recorded together, and um, I've been wanting to find a reason to have Dr. Deering on the podcast for quite some time. Me and her met last year in the Nurture to Convert Society, where I am a progress coach, and she's a member, and we have been masterminding together, actually. Um, Me and a couple of our friends meet twice a month just to mastermind around our work, and I've just fallen in love with her. I actually knew her before I knew I knew her because I had her book. I didn't know that she was the author of the book, two and two together after we met. But I was listening to her um, through an audiobook before we met. And um, she's amazing and brilliant at what she does. And I know that if you are a mom that has a daughter, you're going to love this episode. And if you don't have a tween or teen daughter right now, that's okay, because your daughter's coming. <laughs> and use this episode to learn from some of my things that I'm working through as I parent my newly minted 13-year-old. So this is my first experience with parenting a 13-year-old daughter, and I have a lot to learn. Dr. Daring is a resource of mine that's going to um, walk with me through this, and this episode is an example of her work. So I know you're going to enjoy it. Before we start, I want to talk to you about just two things really, really quickly. First of all, next week, the doors are going to open to register for the Refresh Mom Spiritual Rest Mini Sabbatical. This is an event that has been in my heart for at least two years, and I am so thrilled to be able to open the doors for you to register for early bird registration next week. So I want you to keep your eyes and ears out for those doors opening. Um, The early bird pricing is extremely generous, so you're going to want to hop in if you have any desire to spend three nights away from home and family at the destination of your choice in order to make room for deeper prayer and Bible study in connection with God. I'm going to give you that opportunity with this curated virtual experience wherever you desire to enjoy the experience. So. More about that next week, but just keep a lookout. If you're on my email list, um, I'll definitely be sending you the information. If you're in any of my spaces, Instagram or the Spiritual Rest with Refresh Moms Facebook group, you're gonna want you're gonna um, get the information there. But um, if you're not in any of those spaces, hop in. Why are you not in my Facebook group? Hop in there. <laughs> it's a beautiful space of women that are just desiring to um, nurture their relationship with God. So, mom leaders, whoever you are. Find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. All that information is in the show notes. So I guess I hit the two things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about keeping your eyes open for my mini sabbatical um, early registration promotion and invite you to the Spiritual Rest with Refreshed Moms Facebook community. I've done both of those. Now let's go ahead and learn a little bit more about Dr. Deering. So Dr. Michelle Deering believes that every mother and daughter should have a thriving, loving relationship. 
This refreshing approach has made her a sought-after speaker, online educator, and consultant. Before running her consulting business, Michelle served as a licensed psychologist and board-certified sport psychologist at a Big Ten university, Fortune 500 corporate trainer, and higher education professional. Nowadays, you'll find her speaking at conferences, training for her next Reebok Spartan sprint race, and practicing rudiments on her drum kit, all while coaching serving clients, and recording our hit podcast, Mother Daughter Connections. Please, please, please enjoy this interview with Dr. Michelle Deering. You are listening to the Refreshed Moms podcast. This podcast is dedicated to all the moms out there who are leading, no matter what capacity you are showing up in leadership, whether you are an entrepreneur or a ministry leader, maybe you are homeschooling right now or anything in between. However you are leading as a woman and as a mom, I want to help you consistently nurture your faith enjoy consistent opportunities for rest and if you happen to be a business owner generate consistent revenue i'm deanna mason your host and i'm so glad to have you let's get started hello everybody (laughs) it's been a couple weeks i've taken a couple weeks off um, because i've been like up to here in preparing to open the doors for the um Refresh Mom's Spiritual Rest Mini Sabbatical. I'm not going to talk that much about that right now. I'm going to save that for the weeks to come because I'm about to get real loud about it. But I've been preparing <laughs> for it, which has caused me to have to prioritize task and take Monday Facebook Lives off of my list for at least a couple of weeks. But I'm back and I'm ready to go. And I'm so happy to be back with my friend, Dr. Michelle Deering. Okay, so... Before we get started, if you are not a part of the Spiritual Rest with Refresh Moms Facebook group, I want to invite you. You need to go ahead and come on in there if you are a mom leader of any kind. I have a special heart for moms that are entrepreneurs. I love homeschool moms. I love moms that are doing ministry work. Just moms that are um, making a choice to stay at home and be home managers and and care for their kids. Or maybe you're in a season of caretaking for parents because I know that's a real thing for people that are around my age. You're leading, you're showing up in leadership, and I know that you need to nurture consistent opportunities to connect with God in order to refresh yourself and serve. All right. So I want to invite you to Spiritual Rest with Refresh Moms. Just go to deannamason.com forward slash Refresh Moms group. It will redirect you or just type it in the search and it should pop up. And if you still can't find it, let me know. I'll invite you. Hello. Jocelyn. <laughs> yes, so <Holly>. real. <laughs> hey, Jocelyn. All right. And Jocelyn, I got an email coming to you just so you know. All right. That was just a little aside, a little rabbit trail for Jocelyn. All right. <laughs> Let's get back. I'm laughing because this, this is probably going to be a podcast episode and people are like, how are you going to be talking to people? <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> hey. So, I'm so excited to have to um, talk about this topic. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Today, we are going to talk about how to have better conversations with our daughters. All right. I know some of you may have sons. I have a son. We have things that we need to be doing with sons, too. But this conversation is for those of us that are raising girls. All right. It's a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am like smack dab in the middle of some stuff. As my daughter is um, in her first teenage year, 
and I'm learning some things. This is on the job training. I've never ri- I've never raised a 13 year old daughter before. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to do a good job. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to keep this child out of therapy because of me. <laughs> what she's an adult I'll do my best you know I'll be walking with God but I have my friend Dr. Michelle Deering who actually helps women like me do this the best that we can all right and we're going to talk about how to get our daughters talking to us all right. I I am not one to believe that our children once they cross over their teenage years are innately withdrawn I don't believe that. Um, I do believe there are some things that are happening with them that may feed into that possibility. But I think we can be very proactive about continuing to nurture conversation and continue to nurture relationships, even do during those hormonal tumultuous years <laughs> where a whole bunch of things are happening. And it doesn't help when you're the mom that might be going through some hormonal stuff at the same time. <laughs> it doesn't help at all. <laughs> The irony. God bless the men that are in the home. But anyway, Dr. Daring, my friend Michelle is going to share with us. And so I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to start asking some questions because I re- I feel like she's teeing me up for some counseling right now. I just really feel like that's what's about to happen. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I know. And I know you. Like, here we go. She's going. I'm going to be the case study. So you're welcome. Whoever's listening and watching, you're welcome. Dr. Deering, can you please introduce yourself, share a little bit about your work before we hop into this topic? Hi, folks. I am so glad to be here. Thank you, Deanna, for having me here, yes. first off. And it's always good to hang out with you and, and your listeners. I, um, My name is Dr. Michelle Deering. I am a mother-daughter relationship personal trainer who uh, encourages, educates, and equips moms to actually have tools and strategies so that they can build those foundations that are needed to have healthy relationships and conversations and communications with their daughter. Uh, That's my heart and my focus. I'm also uh, in the states of North Carolina and New Jersey. I am licensed as a psychologist. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) if anyone needs therapy and they reside in those states, uh, I provide that also. But my heart is really to kind of take things beyond the therapy room to actually help moms where they are uh, with what they're dealing with in the moment. Uh, And that's what I'm all about. Yeah. You see how calming her voice is? She's already like ministering. It's like just... We're going to be calm. We're going to deal with these things. Can you just share a little bit about the, um, the book that you have? A beautiful book that I have. Mm-hmm. Just talk about the book really quickly. Okay. And um, while you're doing it, I'm going to put a banner up so people can know um, what the name of the book is. But go ahead. Right. Uh, the name of my book is What Mothers Never Tell Their Daughters. Uh, it is a book that was birthed out of my dealing with my daughters when they were tweens and me having one of those moments with my husband going, they just don't understand what it is that I can't tell them right now mm. as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's what sparked the title of it. Um, but what the the actual book is not a therapy book. It's actually a very conversational kind of book where I walk moms through uh, a journey of, mm. of not just me, but also past clients where uh, they 
look at what the rifts are that I've seen in the over 20 years that I've been doing therapy with folks. Um, the three main areas that rifts happen with between moms and daughters. And then I talk about uh, my life mirror remedy approach to the process of actually force fostering and building relationships with your daughters and then talk about the reward. So it's a three part book. It's very conversational with lots of examples and stories upon stories and uh, I know you've read it. <laughs> yeah, so, I've listened to it. Listen to it. Yeah. And I, I love the the stories that you tell about you. Though you know, the book opens with a lot of your story with your mother, which is it 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 really sets you up for the um, beauty that's in the book. So definitely go find it. You can get the audio version. You can get the um, soft cover on amazon you know just go find it's, it get it yeah, your, yeah just go it's it get it in your library all right and, and, and just so that folks know i even in the audiobook i now na- i narrated it myself so mm-hmm. I'm very and, and has that very calming voice <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get into this yes i'm gonna preface yes. this question all right so this is all recent like within the past week 10 days okay. so The first thing, I'm going to set this question up by sharing my own experience. So my daughter um, loves going to youth group at church, which is a blessing that she loves going. I love that she loves going. Um, And before I get into this, I have a comment. I just want to make sure I read it in case. So powerful. I say that to myself all the time. And my girls are only seven and three months old. Yes. You are blessed, Jocelyn, to be watching this and get that book now. That's all I got to say. Get the book now. (laughs) Get the book now. <laughs> help you help yourself. All right. <laughs> My daughter loves going to youth group. And so I picked her up from youth group and she got in the car and she was absolutely excited about whatever happened in youth group. And she just wanted to talk about it, which is her normal, mm-hmm. which I'm trying not to make it an, a, an abnormal. This is her normal. Mm-hmm. She jumps in the car from school or wherever I'm picking her up and she just wants to talk about whatever just struck her that day, whether it's something that made her angry or something that, um, you know, that she thought was great. She, she shares that kind of stuff right now. And so she hops into the car and she's excited about her small group discussion mm-hmm. and she goes into it. And when she's talking about it, you know, somebody, somebody from the group gave her some suggestions or some advice. I don't know what to call it, that I would not have given her. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't necessarily agree with it. But my it made my daughter feel real good, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening, and I'm and so I'm trying to, you know, as she's talking, I'm like, well, let me let me let me squeeze in my advice because I want my advice to be the prominent advice on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to be led astray, even though it's not, it, it wasn't even that of being led astray. It was what happened to her at youth group was affirming, but what I wanted to see was, I want you to grow in this area. I don't want you to feel, you know, my fear was you're going to feel like it's okay to be this when it really isn't okay to be this. I like to stretch you, but the group (laughs) made her feel like you are accepted. You are okay. (laughs) And so as I'm talking, she's getting quiet and you can feel the energy drain out of the car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stop nodding. And (laughs) (laughs) the energy just drains out of the car and she gets quiet now what I love about my daughter is she is a mini version of myself in regards to not being afraid to call spades spades Mm -hmm. that's a that is a gift to our relationship Mm -hmm. um and she was quiet for a second and she said you know mommy 
sometimes I just need you to listen. Mm. <laughs> mm. And she went on and started talking about how, you know, I felt good. They made me feel good. They made me feel mm-hmm. like she told me what I'm telling you mm-hmm. that she felt. And, you know, sometimes I just want you to listen to what I'm saying. I don't want you to give me tips or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just listen as I'm driving. I'm like, okay, I hear you. Okay, I, I'm going to do better. I'm going to try to do better. I say maybe there's something, maybe something can happen when, if you want to sharing, maybe I can ask, is this something you want me to just listen to? You know, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how do I make sure I don't, I want you to, to be able to talk to me and I want to be able to bridle my tongue and not give correction or whatever when it's not a, it's not, it's not that type of conversation. All right. Mm-hmm. Few days later, <laughs> my daughter she finds this. She watches a lot of YouTube, and she find found this this teenage YouTube influencer. Mm-hmm. He had a video, and it was kind of was supposed to be a funny video, but he was being serious as well. But he is he does these series of TikToks that he put into this one complete YouTube video on little things that he wants to tell his mom mm-hmm. about or parents. But if it sounded mostly like mom. Mm-hmm. Um, why they do certain things that they do and in basically asking the moms to you need to you know lay off a little bit so like a couple examples were like the ones i remember is um when we get in the car after school when you say how is your day mm-hmm. and we say good and you're wanting us to say more mm-hmm. and they're like well sometimes all i got to say is good and i really mean it like my day was good there's nothing more to add I don't have anything else to add. Right. I'm going right. to need you to be okay with that. So this is the teen kid, right? And then <laughs> and my daughter, so I pre- I need to preface to say that my daughter time stamped the whole video for me so I can watch the exact one she wanted me to watch. Mm. That was one of them. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> Another okay. one was this boy was like, and then she, it was like a whole list of them. So it was at least like 15. All right. I'm not saying mm. she didn't come up with three timestamps. There were 15 little quips that this boy had that she wanted me to watch. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the in this one, I remember it was like when I, I come in the kitchen, I see you washing dishes, and I say, "Hey, is there anything I can help you with?" And you're like, "No, nah, everything's good." I go and I go sit down. I pick up the I go play video games. Thirty minutes later, you walk in a room. You're like, "Why am I the only one working around here?" He's like, "I just asked you if you needed some help." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. And so I'm watching all of these, and I'm like looking at my daughter, and she's sitting there watching them with me. I said, "Are you?" Are you using these to communicate how you see? I said, do I do that? Mm-hmm. I said, I don't do that. You know, I can feel all this defense. <laughs> I do not do that. And then like some of them, she was like, well, this one's actually daddy. And she'll play it. <laughs> and I was like, child. Uh-huh. And that was so hard to watch because this is, mm. was her attempt. She's like, this kid is capturing my feelings and I mm. want you to watch this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I still don't know what to do with it, Doc. So, I, so I, I'm I, just I, up. My question is: <laughs> Yeah, I was about to ask you. What can you share with me, <laughs> with everybody listening, some of the mistakes we as moms? Because I'm obviously I'm making some mistakes. I'm thinking, what are some of the mistakes I'm making? That you or what are mistakes that you see us making as moms when we're trying to communicate and have these conversations with our daughters? Okay. So first off, I'm a big proponent of of words. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call these instances mistakes because that's judgmental. 
kind of yeah word. i didn't want it either so okay. thank you okay I appreciate so, it. so that's the first thing <laughs> the second thing is um i i usually uh look at things in terms of is this reaction and or behavior optimal and by optimal i mean is it forwarding is it moving forward moving things forward in the direction that your ultimate heart's desire is so if mm. it isn't <laughs> then it's not optimal if it mm. is then it's optimal with that said it sounds like uh at least what I found is a lot of the times we as moms and tend to have reactions to behaviors and we're not responding to our daughter's words. Yeah. That's, and so uh, just to dive into that just a little bit, you, everything that as you were talking and telling me about what was going on, mm-hmm. I'm sure your listeners could hear. And if they're watching this in video could see that you were having a lot of reaction <laughs> 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 and reactions are behaviors that are very instinctual and, 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 uh, in, uh, automatic in their, mm-hmm. in their occurrence. That usually happens because there are, there's some underlying feeling that has not been reconciled or okay. dealt with. And so everybody has a story, meaning we as moms come from our own history. And so when we see um, our daughters encountering something or experiencing something because we're watching them go through it for the first time, but it's us going through it a second time Mm. with them. uh, It's likely to bring up stuff. So just to dive in a little bit, if we can get a little closer, if I may, Mm -hmm. what uh, my question for you would be, what is it about outside influences that's troublesome for you? Because here you have your daughter, especially when they're tweens going into teen years Uh and in early teens, they're trying to figure stuff out. And so for her, she heard something that for her, she said, you said, was affirming. Uh She needed that in that moment. So my question for you is, because you, uh, my question for you is, what is it about her being exposed to just that one moment yeah. of affirmation that is troublesome for you. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was the affirmation because I want her to be somewhere where she's affirmed. Well, that's I what think I, wait, what wait, it wait, is. Wait, 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 let me stop you. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, I'm only doing this in the interest of time because <laughs> uh-huh. I, I hear that you, the affirmation is not something that's bothersome, but I also heard you say that there were other things that you wanted her to be. Right. That's, that's what I was about to answer. <laughs> I was going to say that if I, if somebody was to say, Oh, she's in such an affirming atmosphere, that would make me feel really good. Like she's somewhere safe. Right. Mm-hmm. The what I think, my problem was, is the fear that somebody's going to plant something in her that is going to take her into a, a direction I don't want her to go in. And it's like, yeah, be affirming, but don't, don't t- say anything that I wouldn't say. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem because it's like, I can't even control that. There's no way that I can control that. Right. Well, you were trying to in that moment. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why she brought you the videos. 
Well, that's probably not the only reason why she brought. Well, I, I know, but, but I'm, I'm just, just saying those. Are, yeah, yeah. On on one, and so really, it, it and there's actually a part, a point in uh, my book, um, "What Mothers Never Tell Their Daughters," where I talk about how moms have to come to terms with what it is that they mm-hmm. really fear, because when you do things out of fear, it doesn't usually end up w- turning out well. You either stifle, you snuff stuff out, mm-hmm. um, you berate, you criticize, um, a whole host of things. But getting tabs on yourself about where what's up with that fear? What is it, and I would ask you, what is it about, well, one, what is it about trust? not trusting what you've already planted in her that you're scared of? Okay. Yeah, I th- and 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 how willing are you to give her the space to discover for herself what it is that mm-hmm. she will and will not let into yeah herself and I and and th- you know when we when we have our our daughters I'm just speaking of daughters when we have our daughters young there's a point at which we in the early ages are about directing and correcting. Mm. And then it goes to, okay, now we're about instructing, okay, and instilling things. But then there's a point at which you have to give that space to see what it was that you instructed and instill, see how it's playing itself out. So say, for instance, your daughter, again, let's rewind the Mm -hmm. scenario that you gave me. Rewind, she enters the car, she's telling you about stuff. And she just tells you now what the person said or whoever it was said to her. Mm. The more optimal thing to continue her growth process, the more optimal response would have been to ask her and engage her in conversation about, oh, what was it about that comment that was affirming? Mm -hmm. And then listen, then shut your mouth and listen. Mm -hmm. Because what you're trying to do is as her mom, you're trying to figure out how she's thinking about stuff. If you don't know how she's thinking about stuff, then that's the unknown. So it would be in your best interest (laughs) to kind of learn how she's thinking about stuff. Mm -hmm. But that requires a mom and folks who hang around me, hear me say this often, you need to pause and consider what your behavior is either doing in that moment, about to do, if you let the moment go, Mm -hmm. you know, you really need to pause and consider that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and I'm going to speak to moms because I'm going to get in touch with how I'm feeling as you instruct me, because I know what you're saying is right. But I feel like there's also an extension of grace that we must give ourselves because we've never done this before, just like they've never done this before. We've got to listen to these opportunities to grow. Mm-hmm. And extend ourselves grace at the same time because I'm not going to get it right again, right? And it's like, right. okay, what did Dr. Deering say? And let's, let's even go to a higher authority. What did God tell me to do? <laughs> what has mm-hmm. God instructed me to do, right? And being able to trust, have faith that my listening and not correcting in that moment is enough. 
that's some hard stuff right there, but I think it's necessary. Listen, let me pull up some of these comments here. <laughs> wow. That is so good. Responding out of fear is like a knee jerk reaction. It's so tough watching them navigate. It is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's like, I'm going through it a second time because we know, like my daughter said something about, um, like the, one of the, one of the things, and this is, this is a very common thing that we hear um, teens say, and I'm sure we said it too. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were that age that they just don't understand it, you know, it's different for us growing up. They, when they grew up, you know, years ago, it was different. They dealt with different things. This is my daughter is saying these things mm-hmm. and I was listening to her talk and I was like, you know what? I, I, she didn't want to, she didn't want me to be able to say, I understand that. Cause she automatically was like, you don't, you don't right. understand it. And it's like, well, I, feel like I understand it because when I was your age, I felt that way about my mom. That's all I can relate to. And I said, I can relate to me now, you know, as a 40 something mom, looking back to some of the lessons that my mom shared with me and they look different now. And I told her that's all I can offer. I was like, I, I didn't think my mom knew what she was talking about many times. And now I'm like, my mom absolutely had my best interest, but I'm looking at it from a different lens. And I told her that's all I can say from my perspective as I am looking at her. Um, but she, you know, she, that was one of her things is like, you just, there's, you don't understand because you haven't grown up. And it's like, there's elements to that, that I'm like, yeah, it's true. I didn't have social media growing up. I didn't have certain things growing up. There were just certain things, you know, I went to school differently than you're going to school. You know, all, there's a whole lot of different factors and variables that do impact your life experience. But what I understood was the feeling of my mom, not understanding. Do you understand? You know, and that, I, that was actually, like the common ground. And, 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 and I'm, I'm only talking to the tween teen age range here. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are quick, when a mom is quick to um, say, I know what you, I know what you, I know how you feel mm. or, uh, or, um, or they relay some of their experience when I was your age mm. in those, Moments, you have basically negated your child's experience. Exactly. That's how and she and she told me that in so well, many words. That's what she said. <laughs> um, and and that is not optimal for your overall mother daughter relationship mm-hmm. uh, because it will either go down the route of she's just going to shut down and not tell you a thing, or she's going to basically just yes you, mm-hmm. uh, and and internally she will have a harder time discovering herself, uh, which will not have optimal responses or consequences later. Um, The other thing is that it's very important to um, realize that the even though the generations are different, and if you were to just pause for a moment, just to think about how it feels for you when you have a lot of stuff going on and rolling up inside of you and you're sitting there telling somebody and they, you don't feel like they're listening. Yeah. If you can just put yourself in that shoe, those shoes for a second, in essence, that's what you're doing mm. to your daughter. If you don't roll it back. When she's a teen and tween, I'm not saying not be present. I'm saying be present, but in a different way where you're, where you're open to 
again, give her the space to work it out and express whatever she needs to express in that moment. So one of our listeners has a question for you. So Tiffany wants to know what's a better way to respond. I say, I get it. When I was a kid, I felt that exact same way all the time. So what should we be saying to them? Okay. Um, We're not going to be in the should or should not. Mm -hmm. What I would say to you is because you know your, your daughter best, what, what would be optimal for you to do in that moment is think about what's my end goal of what I want in this interaction. Do I want to hear her or not? And each kid is different. So if, if they're more on the quiet side and they need space, well, then that might require that you give them that space. Mm -hmm. If they're like your daughter, Deanna, where she's talking and whatnot, she's giving you information, then it might mean that you, as I mentioned earlier, engage her to ask her questions about how she was, what was it about? Questions like, what was it about that? How did you feel about that? What did you think about that? Um, those kinds of uh, phrases and lead-ins are more open-ended as opposed to, I get it. Mm. Okay, you get what? Sorry, you were just, the ki- from the kid's perspective, from your daughter's perspective, get what? Um, you weren't in my shoes. I don't have the energy. I'm still trying to figure it out mm. and all the nuances of everything that just finished happening to me. And I'm trying to talk here and you're telling me, I get, where's the conversation? Mm-hmm. You know what? Sometimes she does. And this is maybe the part of knowing your kid is when she does want me to share my experience around something. She asks me directly. Did you, she'll go, she'll go, um, have you, did you ever do this when you were, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's when she's looking for my shared experience. Right. But she's the initiator of that question. Right. And not every not every uh, tween or teen daughter is going to be like that. That's why I was giving different scenarios. Um, I have twin daughters, so folks are like, "Oh, you have twins?" Yes, I have twins, and they are completely different <laughs> in terms mm-hmm. of their personalities. I have one who's more on the uh, quiet but talkative side when she's in social situations, and I have another one who is sort of like, "Let me just curl up with my book, and mm-hmm. I'll see." You later. <laughs> so it's been, it's, it, you have to really know what speaks, how you need to understand how your daughter is speaking to you, not just verbally, but in her body language, mm. um, in how she responds to certain words. It's almost like, um, when my husband and I've been married 29 years. And one of the things that someone said to us v- but when we were engaged was you're getting married, become a student of your spouse. And that was like the best thing that yeah. anyone could have ever told us because it, it let us know that this is a lifelong learning process. And we, as moms, even though we carried them and we birthed them, they are still their own individual. Yeah. Uh, because the whole idea, if you follow the natural course of biology, they're not meant to be up under you. Right. That's not their destiny. Their destiny is to be vibrantly living a life apart from you. Mm -hmm. And if you can see the moments where 
if you can look at the moments where earlier you used the word mistake, I'm not using mistake. If you make an, a non-optimal choice in the moment, instead of seeing it as, oh, I've made a mistake, uh, woe is me, I'm not a good enough mom, I'm not da da da. Instead of seeing it as that, if you could cons- pause to consider that that might actually be an opportunity for you to connect with your daughter on the differences as opposed to, I got it right. I'm typing this comment in because that was so good. And you can correct it if I'm not paraphrasing it correctly, but we want our children to live lives that are vibrantly apart from us as they grow into adulthood. That's the optimal goal, right? And that means we've got to give them opportunities to be wholly individual um, while we are responsible for them at home, Mm -hmm. right? That's a tough thing as they grow. It's something I want, I can say, and and, and be like, I want that. But it's now aligning the behaviors to match the heart that I want my children to be vibrantly and thriving um, without me, you know, vibrant, vibrant adults, thriving adults. Um, I want children that um, have high character and, you know, love, you know, I want all of these things, but you, I got to align my actions that actually allows them to step into that expression as they, as they decide that expression. That's and, the, and the actually, hard stuff right there. Yeah. And actually in the moments where you find that you're not able to align as opposed to seeing it um, as, oh, okay, well then we're just, uh, again, made a mistake, separate, you know, it didn't work out. If you could see that as an opportunity for you to, to connect with your daughter so that she can see you learning how to make those adjustments. Because we as moms, and folks heard me say before on my podcast, you know, I believe that being a mom is the most important leadership role you'll ever have. And so as a leader, you know, you're modeling for them, not just when you get it optimally, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when you don't get it optimally and how you work through that, you're constantly modeling for them. Yeah. And so it's a choice about how you want to go up, go about doing that. Um, you know, it says, you know, <laughs> do justly, walk humbly and sorry. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Just to, you know, there's, there's, and, and there's something to be said for, okay, so you have a responsibility as a mom, but that doesn't mean that you control their free will. <laughs> it don't, Doc. No, it don't. <laughs> it doesn't. 100 here. I, 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 I am joking, but I know. Golly, wouldn't it be great, right? Actually, it wouldn't be great because it wouldn't be what God, God doesn't do that to us. He's not a controlling father. That's, that's my point. And so we need to, that's the optimal right there. If we can continue to inch closer to the model God has created for us in his parenting of us. Knowing that on this side of the curtain, we will not reach perfection, but there's a joy in the journey. There's the journey and the, the more we chip away at that, the more we reach optimal. Man. Okay. So, obviously, <laughs> folks like me <laughs> need to be in an environment where we're continuously 
um, were able to learn and were able to bring these things. Because like I said, this, I don't know how to do this. I do the best that I can and I learn all that I can. Right. It's like, I want the, I want to be the optimal on this side of this relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. I want my child to be the optimal on their side of the relationship, but I have to learn how, and then some kind of way I gotta, I gotta model and teach them how that just is unfair balance, but that's what it has to be. <laughs> You're welcome to adulthood. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> tell us about a workshop. You have a workshop coming up next month. I want you to share about it. And then um, can you let people know how they can go ahead and get on the waiting list for that? Yeah. Uh, it's a workshop that's going to be, it's called uh, get your daughter talking The get your daughter talking workshop. It's going to be May 15th through May 19th. That's a, Saturday through Wednesday. Um, the registration is going to be opening up uh, May 3rd, but folks can get on the waiting list by clicking on the link bit.ly backslash get your daughter talking underscore and then the word list there for your viewers. Mm -hmm. So, um, And what I'll be covering over the course of the five days, it's one hour a day. Uh, where I'll be going into things like getting into her world, meaning you as the mom getting into her world, handling emotions on another day. This third day is going to be um, how to get her to open up. Hmm. And then I'll have uh, some special bonus trainings on uh, mindset hacks for moms. Yeah, <laughs> It is a mind trip to be a mom sometimes. And so there are things that you can do to address that. And then how to just build a lifelong uh, connection with your daughter. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. And it's only so, $37. It's only $37. I'm going to need y'all to meet me in this workshop. <laughs> do we get replays if we can't make every day? Yes, you do. Okay. Yes, you'll have uh, access to, to okay. the replay. Yes. You all. Everything is going to be recorded. I'm so. going to put this link in the comments just so you can um, um, link it, get to it fast. But get on the waiting list because she hasn't opened registration up yet. But when she does, you're going to want to get that notification. Yep. And it's a $37 investment into this very, 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 very important relationship. So you guys, and then get her book, right? <laughs> I want you to get her book. <laughs> what Mothers Never Tell Their Daughters. You can listen to that before the workshop. Just go ahead and just get, I'm just trying to tell y'all, just go get the book. Just go get the book. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Deering, for spending some time um, with our community. This was, I knew it was going to be um, <laughs> and a very, very rich um, conversation that I needed. If I don't know about anybody else needed, needed it, but um, I know I needed it. It's encouraging and um, it, it's, it gives me hope um, in my parenting. Mm -hmm. um, and um it just encourages me more about um, what I want to see in my relationship with my daughter. So thank you again. And um, thank you, you all so for having me. Yeah. Um, can I just say one last thing? Go it, ahead. You know, for those moms who are out there listening to this, please know that, you know, uh, as we've alluded to on this side of the curtain, we're not perfect. Okay. Um, you know, we love, we perfectly love our daughters imperfectly. Hmm. Okay. And so your daughter is you are the mom she's meant to have and there's a reason for it. So if you can just grab hold to that and know that you're doing right by her as best you can in the way that you can, she needs you. So please be encouraged. Yeah. Let's leave with that. We perfectly love our daughter imperfectly.
That's beautiful. Thank you all for listening. Those of you all that showed up live, those of you guys on a replay, and of course, my podcast listeners that are getting this whenever this publishes. I have no idea. Tiffany says tears. Yeah. She has three girls. I know Tiffany personally. Um, Perfect time for that. Thank you for your ministry to us, your um, expertise, and for your words of challenge and correction and gentleness. Um, You correct with a voice of gentleness, Dr. Deering. So we love you. And um, thanks for having us. You're welcome, sweetie. Thanks for having us. Thanks thanks for coming on. Anytime. anytime. (laughs) All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Refreshed Moms podcast. Hey, if you're a fan of this podcast, I'd love it if you can leave a star rating and review. This helps put me in front of more beautiful women just like you. So before you hop off, stop by and click a star rating and leave a review. Don't forget, find me on Facebook and Instagram at Refresh Moms to receive your daily dose of refreshment. Let's connect again soon. All right. Bye for now.